And it's time for another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, Buford, and goodness knows who else. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. And welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And I'm Berman. And I'm Bull. And you're back with another episode of the Hillbillies and the Holler podcast. And then some. Look at this. Four hillbillies in one room. Who knew? Well, that's the mess, huh? Yeah. Now everybody says, now wait a minute. That bull guy, he's from Pennsylvania. He ain't a hillbilly. Well, first of all, he was born here in the Smokies. He's just been held prisoner of war up there in Pennsylvania most of his life. He's serving time. He's time and a half. But in Pennsylvania, they close school for the first two days of deer season. If that don't qualify you as a hillbilly, I don't know what does. Hey, let, let me brag on Bull. A lot of people don't know this. But listen, uh, before the COVID, can I tell this story? Do you want you to remember the, the caveat you have to use? Oh, I can't say. Financial yes, institution. I can't say the. The, the B word. The B word. It's, it's a financial, financial institute. institute. Okay. Uh, can I say it, Bull? Yeah. You're okay with it? Yeah. As long as I say fine. I, I don't want to get you in fine trouble. Okay. So anyway, before the COVID broke out, Berman, I don't know if you know this story. I don't, but I'm big. Listen, it's a great story. Before the COVID <laughs> broke out, listen, uh, Bull's a sheriff. Off-duty sheriff. I'll yeah. He, no, listen. No, seriously. He comes down. Listen. He comes down here for weeks at a time to decompose. Decompress. No, decompress. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I thought he was smelling for some reason. No, I couldn't figure out what it was. That was me. I didn't have time to shower. Oh, this I'm morning. sorry, man. I, he didn't I say excuse me. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. <laughs> he was. So y'all been talking about this, okay? So, anyways, so anyway, uh, he he's booking. He's at his book on his day off. Nope. Ha- nope. Nope. He's at his financial institution. Dad Burn, we're going to have to edit That's that. That's okay. He's financial institution, then. He's financial. It, yeah. You can't say it. I can't even say it. That's financial it. institution. He's in the middle of financial instituting. At a financial institution. At right. a financial institution. Without a badge or a gun. It's there his day go. off. It's, it's his, his day, day off. off. And a guy comes in with a gun and robs the book. Nope. Robs the financial institution. Oh, That's okay. Well, I'm going to leave all this in. I'm just bleeping. Bleep I'm going to put bleeps in. Robs the financial institution. Okay. I want to just want to point out. You know, when we were kids, there. that was me and Boo Boo's favorite movies, was all those financial institution robber movies. We loved them. Yeah. The great financial institution caper. I'm going to try to get through this. Hang on. So, so, so anyway, there. You okay, Bull? Bull's over here like, bless his he heart. He's going to pass the stone. Bless his heart. He'll live. He's afraid hey, he can't make noise. Breathe, Bull. Breathe. breathe. Just take a deep breath, okay? <laughs> Lean in here. Hey, listen. Uh, that financial institution <laughs> robber took a hostage at gunpoint, okay? Yeah. At that financial institution. Okay. And so he grabs this hostage, and they're at gunpoint, and he's... He don't have his badge. He don't have his gun. He's sitting there doing his financial institution. Yeah, and he talks the guy into giving up. He he defused the situation and disarmed him. Disarmed him. Got apprehended him. him. The young man. The, the young man went to jail. But here's Bull the best a, story. Bull got That's a the best part well. Of Bull, story. Bull got a, uh, a, a an award of valor from the governor. The yeah, and he got a phone call from uh, President Trump. But yep. the best part of the story. This will really shows 
how good of a police officer he is. Bull's not telling this story. We are because because he he would never brag on yeah, himself. Never brag on him. He would never brag on himself. But we we don't mind bragging on him because that guy that robbed that financial institution went to jail, and Bull started visiting him in jail, yeah. mentoring him, and helping him rehabilitate his life to the yeah. point that just a few months ago, Bull showed up at the parole hearing. And as of, what, three days ago? Something like that, yeah. The guy is out of jail because of Bull. And got a job. And got a job. And a place to live. And a place to live because Bull helped him get his life back in order. That kind of story gives me hope. Hope. Yeah. It gives me... Well, there's so many great cops out there. There's so yeah. much great police people that we love. We and don't hear people. these stories. We don't hear these stories. <laughs> but don't. this is like the real Andy Taylor. You know, yeah. the sheriff without a gun. He didn't just arrest people. He helped them see the light. He helped them see the error of their ways. He helped them build a better life for the future. That's what, what that's that? all about. So I'm we love the bus driver of the Redneck <laughs> Comedy Tour bus. Just a good dude. Yeah, that's right. Just a good that's, dude. It's these. okay. We're proud to call being you friends. Being honest and being straight. I know where it's comedy, but yeah. in all honesty, that's just being a good dude. That's yeah. all there is to it. <laughs> so, that's what's been going on this week. That was We did a whole episode about this last, week. last year about the Great Financial Institution Caper, I believe it was called. We're going to have to do some editing but now because I keep wanting yeah. to say. But now, this is a follow-up to that. Maybe we'll call this one the Great Financial Institution Caper Part 2. But this is uh, a Andy Murphy comedy hour. <laughs> bleep, bleep, there's more bleeps in that one than ever. We've only had code. It might be saying this. We've only had to bleep uh, Biggins a couple of times on the show. Oh, we've done that more than once. Well, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm I just heard saying. you bleep Biggins. Hey, listen. Before I I, uh, I was listening to the podcast. And I listened to other people's podcast, and it kicked over to one of our early podcasts, which was the Bad Dates. What was the title of that? Bad Dates and Dead Animals, episode and six. And I laughed so hard, I forgot how funny that was. I did, yeah. I do, listened do to it again what, recently. what episode that was? Six. Number six. Okay. So, uh, that was uh, me, uh, Buford and Biggins. But Berman, I'm dying to know, what is absolutely the most nightmarish, worst date you ever went on in your life before you got married? The worst date I ever went on before I got married. Yeah. Lean in there and tell the truth. That's hard to say because I had some rough ones. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if they, anybody listening now knows about that other one, they, I, doubt, I doubt you can top what the, that episode six did. I tell you. They Son, was, I'm telling you. It starts with a disclaimer and ends with an apology. No, I didn't go through nothing like that. But When we started out, I said, uh, we just were sitting around with, we hadn't hadn't turned on the microphone yet. And I said, well, let's talk about the worst dates we ever had. And both of these boys just went, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I, well, yeah, I'm ready. Had and no clue. That we didn't know how bad it was going to get. That involved the death of five dogs, a cat. and funny, but the best date I ever had. Oh, well, <laughs> the time I got stood up. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny to start with, but it ends pretty good. Okay, let's hear it. Do tell. And y'all don't have a clue what I'm fixing to tell you. But Not a no, bit. because you oh. hadn't said anything. Lean <laughs> <laughs> in here, Tom. I was, I had this date with this girl, and I I had wanted to go out with her, and, you know, 
and we become friends since then. I've known her all my life. I mean, we. So she let bygones be bygones, and y'all let bygones be bygones, or I did because we were we knew we knew each other, but we weren't really friends before I just asked her out. Well, I become friends with her after. Was this a hostage situation? She had this guy she had been dating for a long time, and they had split up when I asked her out. So she told me she'd go. But then he calls her back up, and he wants to get back together with her, and he sweet talk, sweet talks her and everything. So they get back together between the, the time I asked her out and when our date was supposed to be. Yeah. So I, here I am, you know. She didn't tell me till I went to pick her up, and here's the good part that everybody's gonna think is funny is she had me to pick her up, so I picked her up, and she said, "Well, I need to stop off over here at a friend's house." And when I get done at this friend's house, then we can go out on a date. Well, when I dropped her off at the friend's house, she never came back in. Came what? back out to the car. You're friend's sitting there waiting house on her. was her ex-boyfriend. Oh, oh yeah, so my goodness. I dropped her off her ex-boyfriend's. Then I went home <laughs> because she never come back out. Well, that sounds awful. <laughs> that, I mean, as a young guy, you know, take it from a young guy who's about 17 years old, 16 or 17 years old. Okay, the, there was several situations in this thing. My best friend, I was supposed to go with him that night. Mm-hmm. And I told him I had a date, so I couldn't go. You had to take her to her boyfriend's. <laughs> I'll take my date to her boyfriend's house. Y'all, Berman just... Thank you, boo-boo. Berman just, Berman, Berman just looked like you stuck a pin in him. He went... Yeah. He, just, he just deflated in front of us and looked just like, boo-boo. I hadn't thought about Boy, it like that. Yeah. But you need you... You were, you were goober before they's Uber. Hey, <laughs> I thought that's where you was at while ago we start. <laughs> Runs or whatever. So, so anyway, uh, that that worked out good for you. Well, <laughs> the girl. What ended up happening is that night, my best friend got killed. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, way to put a damper on things. Good man. That's why it's I say it's funny. It is getting to it, but he got killed that night, and the oh, only reason I life. wasn't with him is because of that girl. Oh, she saved your life. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. Man. The only reason I wasn't that's with dark. him is because that girl stood me up that night. I said that's the best date I ever got stood up on. Oh my goodness! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is completely unbelievable. You have just sucked yeah. the air out of the room. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I hate that. I hate that about your friend, but yeah, you, you would have been with I him. I sang with him. Everything. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we were real good friends. You know, if you told that story to a hundred people, they probably wouldn't believe you. That's oh, I believe, I, I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. But a lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot either. So let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, BigfootSearchGear.com. See what it did there? A segue. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there? Somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. 
free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back! Buford, <laughs> Buford well, I don't know. the king of the segways! <laughs> yeah. Ta-da! Not the little two-wheel things you ride around on then, I... I wrote, What's the word for today? That's I, wrote, all. I wrote I rode one of them and I about got killed. Berman, you, you, you like drove me crazy here in California. I laughed so hard thinking about this. I what got part of it. Well, there's two parts of it. But I'm in <laughs> this uh, Well I, I bought me some sweat clothes and, and sweatpants and tennis shoes so I could start exercising. And uh, this before all this technology uh, uh, Walmart had well, a little a lot of that. California stuff, I just didn't remember exactly the way. Well, <laughs> nobody does, yeah. It, but it never rains in California. So anyway, they had this blue pedometer they sold at Walmart for $4. And that counts your steps. And I thought, if I buy that thing, I can put it on my waist and see how many steps I walk. Because I read where if you walk over 12,000 steps, you can eat anything you want per day. And so I got me... I can see that. Uh, well, I it told didn't you, work for... For, for bull, but. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it on bull. Boy, I'm just green. messing with you, bull. Yeah. Don't hey, bull had a tough go. <laughs> Listen, they tased him and pepper sprayed him last week. We I know that's be why good I told him not to kill me, because anybody can deal with all that. Oh, he's tough <laughs> now. He's tough. tough. He's, he may be a teddy bear, but you don't want to miss a bull. He's got I like bull. He's oh, he's guy. got you back. He's, he's, he's the best of the best. But anyway, we were in California uh, there, Buford, and uh, Berman was in the hotel room next to me, and he said, you know, I've, I've been noticing, uh, here's Berman, I've been noticing you walking a lot. And I was like, yeah, I walk a lot. And he goes, I think I'd like to go walking with you. And I said, okay. I said, well, I'll knock on your door, wake you up early, and we'll go walking. All right. He goes, all right, know what I mean? <laughs> He'll really having a fake accent. Boy, that must be bad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk like you, Berman. <laughs> so anyway, I get that pedometer, clear it out, put it on. I got my sweatpants on. I got my tennis shoes on. I go to your room and I knock on the door so we can go walking. And you answer the door in blue jeans, cowboy boots, cup of black coffee and a cigarette and i'm like don't you want to change clothes before we go walking you're like no man i'm all right i can go walking you're gonna go walk like that you don't want to change shoes no i'm fine the bad part of that, about this all these people probably think you're joking no it's true oh i know it is true he you knows were, he was there you were there where i had on a pair of jeans and cowboy hat and a cup of coffee and a cigarette that's perfect you know what i mean yeah. so anyway <laughs> We take off walking, guys. Buford, bull. Listen, we'd walk, and all I could hear was those boots behind me. Every step I took was them boots doing this, and we walked and we walked and we walked, and we're talking and talking. And I finally get back to the hotel room, and I pull that pedometer off my waist, and I look at it, and I went eleven thousand three hundred twenty-one steps. Berman looks at me and goes, "Huh." They ain't no telling how many steps I took. <laughs> Lord, how mercy. I said, Berman, I want to subtract one. <laughs> Since I you're standing right behind me. I thought that was funny. I, I that thought that was hilarious. My legs are longer than his. His legs are longer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he took half as many steps. Well, that, no, that half. Half. 
Okay, I'll I'll do an experiment right now since we got we got we got we got this hot microphone. Y'all like it? Uh, Me and me and Berman have both uh, uh, sung (coughs) bass vocals in studios and symphony orchestras and everything, and we have a running joke that all bass singers know about. And uh, if you're into music, you'll appreciate this. But bass singers will really love this. This is what happens when a bass singer meets another bass singer. And we're going to show you how that goes. Lean in there. I go, hey, Berman, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, what did you do today? Well, I went with the hillbillies in the holler. Well, I, I know I went with you and everything, and we had fun on that trip. Did you have fun? Yeah, why don't you come on back and go another time? Well, I was going to do that, but I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> That is how bass singers talk to each other. Man, I hope you have a high fidelity. Uh, put your earphones on. You put your earphones on so you get the, the full Appreciate effect Appreciate the that. fact that. I won't throw some loss on that microphone. <laughs> yeah, boys got deep on it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your lips got a little close. You know, I was just worried about that. I, I, I was thinking about on. that today on the bus when you I was doing I wasn't trying that. to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, too soon. When uh, when you were doing that bear growling thing, and I was watching you go yeah. down on that microphone, I thought I put that thing up next to my mouth every day. <laughs> I was bull, thinking, boy, I'm gonna have a bull start spraying it with some lights. We got a super spreader going on. That's that's a super spreader stick right there. Just shake it around on everybody right there. I was <laughs> thinking, you know, me and Boo Boo sung them many a time. This is the first time I ever seen anybody try to see how low they could go on a hillbilly bus. <laughs> That was fun. We need to put some subwoofers in that thing. Oh, so when you do it, just rattle the, just rattle the. Get down there on that double O C and just lay it. it Well, see, me and him both could sing bass, and we were singing out in California, and we was doing this thing out in this old building, and they had, they had these old Earth uh, Voice Theater speakers up there with the old horns and old big speakers, and it would actually those speakers was made where if you hit a low note, it drops in that big woofer in the bottom of it. Yeah, well, shakes we body. was sitting there singing this song, and he kept picking at me. So I went and I just blistered a flat, a low A flat. Mm-hmm. And that mic, when I did, dust flew out them speakers. And some guy hollered out in the audience and said, "Go ahead and blow them up. We'll get some more." He so, did. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. But you, you weren't up there in Vermont. But he told me, he said, let me try it. So I give him the mic, and he, we went to the end of that song, and he rolled down and hit the end and then blowed Ooh. some more dust. We, <laughs> we just kept passing that mic around blowing dust everywhere. We had our speakers cleaned out when we left. Oh, they was dust flying. <laughs> we got all there. the dust out of them. We talked about this recently on the uh, another about episode. the Vermont one? But, yeah, Boo Boo cleaned out a, a church's attic one time. Listen. We was up in Vermont, up in the Blackwoods. Yeah. For those of you listening who are not from around here, that's Vermont. Vermont. Oh, okay. Vermont. He's up in Vermont. Vermont. That's over Vermont. there by New Hampshire. Well, for those of y'all <laughs> don't know the Blackwoods, check out the Blackwood Gospel Court. That is Elvis Presley's favorite group growing up. So, anyway, we were up in, and, uh, and I was trained by J.D. Sumner, and so was Berman. He, he, we, we all trained by the same guy. By a bunch of old men. Oh, but old men. <laughs> they taught us how to sing bass. They sure did. And they all hooked up. Elvis there, but we was up there at Vermont, and uh, and this truth, Bull, I don't even know if you know this story, but uh, first song, first song, the old country church. Yeah, I rolled down on a low G. It's a low G. I hit it as big as a wall. I hit that G, and when it hit those subwoofers and shook that old building, 
bats. They had be 10,000 bats come out mm-hmm. of that attic and attack that audience. It looked like a horror story. People running out in the yard, grabbing their kids and bats going everywhere. We ran off the stage into a Sunday school room and closed the door. It, and then a couple of the at, deacons were tennis players. They went out and got their tennis rackets. Yeah, and they're running through that church with tennis rackets, fighting the bats Lord and everything. That was the craziest thing I ever saw. I, he had told me that story, and he told it on the podcast. And about a month and a half ago, we got the opportunity to sing with Mark Blackwood. And Mark said, uh, he ever tell you about that church in Vermont? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he looks at me, Buford goes, that's a true story. He said, Mark Blackwood just said, yeah. That oh, really man, happened. you can't make some of that stuff up. Oh, no. It, it well, had to really it, happen. I believed it. I believed it, but it was so funny. That was one of the first things Mark said. The other thing was about the time Boo Boo crucified the piano player. Dean Haskins. Remember <coughs> Dean Haskins? Yeah. He piano playing. He was on that piano, and that church had this big cross on the wall that was like 3D style. It was like on brackets, three brackets yeah. with a light behind it. And that same song, same song. I roll down, hit that low G, and I lay on it, subwoofer hits it, and that thing vibrates off the There's wall. something about a G. I hit a G in a church one night, and the, it was at Christmas. They had yeah. poinsettias sitting in the windows, yeah. and they vibrated off and fell in the floor, every one of them. Well, yeah. this time the, church, the, the, the cross vibrated off and... Fell down behind Dean Haskins, who's playing the piano, and it it hit perfect to where it just bounced. It looked like he was crucified. Yeah. Oh no. 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 It lands right behind him. He don't know it. He's the only one in that building that did not see that thing fall. Wondering it's, why everybody just. Went, I can tell you why, because piano player keeps their monitor so loud he can't hear nothing. <laughs> well, it went thud and balanced itself, and everybody in the audience just gasped, and it slowly started falling. It was waiting on him. And laid him <laughs> out. Hit him in the back of the head and his piano hands went it to the right and left and that cross laid across his shoulders and arms and there he laid knocked out. That thing went bam, bam, bam and just laid that him would, out. I would, you paid money for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I sure would have. I bought a ticket to see that. <laughs> this, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wouldn't buy a ticket to see a whole lot. I've seen too much for free. Boo Boo's going to crucify <laughs> the piano player. When you own a road as an entertainer, you you get to see a whole lot of stuff. Well, you'll you'll pay an offering for the whole pew, but Did you'll you only need the Quaker edge. Church, God Bless USA? I don't know. I probably did. And I've no one stood up? Oh, I've sang it something that was like that. And they, I was like... Patriotic, they don't do all that, and so oh, the Quakers, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Mark, the Blackwoods come out there and do God bless you, and they're, they're all just I'd love to see Mark Blackwood's face. <laughs> I'd have paid money for that. that. <laughs> well, let's take another quick break for a word from our sponsor, coffeeandsugar.com. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K A W F E E A N D. S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. And this episode's called Career Killers. And this... <laughs> leave, leave it to Berman Porter. Leave it to Berman Porter. Listen. 
Guys, he, bull, he, hey, listen, he ain't going to get fired from not being able to fall off of a ladder. Uh, no, <laughs> I work for myself. <laughs> he, he can't, <laughs> he, hey, listen, today you're going to have to fall off the ladder. You're fired from not falling off the ladder. Okay. <laughs> well, you got, well, day, in other words, today's going to be a rough day. <laughs> fell off of that seat today. <laughs> you were laughing. That's bad when you the one driving. <laughs> I, I was having a hard time. I said that bus has got Buford. Looked like me he's having a good and time. We were on the bus at the same time and, and Bull couldn't drive. He was laughing so hard. We had a lot of fun today. Are you, <clears throat> huh? Are you married? Are you married? No. That's, that's a, a personal funny question. Thing you should say Doesn't that. he look happy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was way too happy to be married. I live by myself. <laughs> Hey, That's um, why he's so happy. I, was, <laughs> I, I, was thinking I shouldn't about, have said that. Robin, please forgive me. That's my wife, y'all. <laughs> oh, I hope got, so. She's, yeah, she's so. going to kill me just she's as sure way, as I'm Berman Porter. She's got way worse to forgive you for. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead, man. We, uh, I, I didn't got to the story I promised him last Sometimes week. I open my mouth before I put my brain in gear. I'm sorry. Well, she knows that, too. <laughs> you got to drop the clutch and roll it off in the sand. I know, man. I've been told hey, that all my life. I'm 54 years I, old. I got to thinking about that today when you were introducing all of us to that group on the bus. And you said, I'm Bobo. That's Berman. That's Buford. And this is Bull. You got four of the hillbillies on the bus. And I thought... That, it's easy if you get real drunk on the moonshine and you just go, buh, 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 buh. And that's all four of us. You got to talk about it's all bees. They're all yeah. bees. Yeah. yeah you can throw an extra bee in for boo boo. Yeah. Yeah. Boo boo's short for boo boo boo. Yeah. Oh, what did you say boo's last name was? Dozer. Oh, okay. Dozer. I was just making sure. Get your mind out of the gutter. Get your mind out of all right, so I didn't wait. have my mind in the gutter. We got I know the, what a bulldozer is. Boo-Boo's got to tell the story about that we were promised last we, week. We promised them last week I'd tell this story. So me and Berman is uh, performing out in California, and we had a day off in Santa Barbara. Remember that? Because yes. that's the day he climbed the, the He climbed that bicycle. Oh, well, the reason he climbed the bicycle, this is leading up to it. Did you tell him why he climbed that bicycle? I didn't tell him. Okay, I'm about to tell him. Okay. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this may be one of the greatest stories y'all ever hear. It probably will be. Hey, listen. <laughs> we're just a bunch of country boys never been anywhere. Y'all live a boring life. I know. And we're in Santa Barbara. And uh, and they, they've got this big wine taste. You know, California's known for their wines. And so they're having a California wine tasting. And we're all looking at you. Wait a minute. That is why I climbed. I know. Oh, it just now dawned on you. I can tell you exactly why, why you did I don't drink wine. And I just I realized why I'd run, why I'd climbed up the bus. <laughs> that's 30 bad. Years, 30 years later, he's like, well, that's why I did it. Yeah, I just ain't never dawned on me. I don't drink. So. No, I, I know, I know. But we were doing wine, wine sampling, wine tasting, and uh, we'd never done that before. And we said, well, we're in California. We'll check that off the bucket list because, my goodness, you're in California, California wine, Santa Barbara, of all places. Why not? So we go in there, and, and there's people there in tuxedos and suits because there's this movie thing going on, and... And uh, we're we're just in our denims and overalls. Barbara Streisand standing yeah, right over there. Barbara Streisand standing over there. All these famous people there, and they're sampling these old wines, new wines. I don't even I don't know that much about wine, but anyway, we wanted to act like we knew what we were doing. So 
we saddled up to the t- and this lady's educating us and i didn't think i'd enjoy it i, I I'll, I'll be honest i didn't want to do this i didn't think i'd enjoy it but i found it to be fascinating the history behind the roots and how the age and the time and what they had to do and i thought man this is interesting a lot of history here yeah and, and uh, the benefits of it and how people that drink red wine live eight years longer than everybody else and why, I figured why? since it had been sitting there so long it got rotten, it wouldn't be that good for you. No. <laughs> I have a feeling Berman don't remember this day. So anyway, I'm going to tell you all what happened. So I'm st- I'm sitting there. And we're not sitting there. We're standing there. And Berman's standing there. And they said, we are going to try 28 California wines. The first 21 are the California, whatever they call them. And the last seven will be your dessert wines. Berman's a good one. Well, Berman's just kind of looking around the room and everything. And and then they bring out this spittoon. You know what a spittoon is, guys? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's she's telling us. Now, Berman's not listening. What? Berman? Not Berman. He's not paying attention. She goes, swish it around. Watch what it does to the walls of the glass. She explains why it does to the walls of the glass. Smell it. It's supposed to explode your palate. Take a sip. Swish it around, spit it out. Spit it out in a spittoon. You don't swallow it. So anyway, we're about three wines in. Berman didn't hear, hear her tell that. So one of the boys with me says, boo-boo, Berman, I think, is swallowing his. I was like, well, we got 28 to go through. I'll watch him the next time. So he's he's walking around, looking around the gift shop. He gets back up, and I look. Sure enough, he turns it up, makes the ugliest face in the world. He goes, boo-boo, I hate this wine. I cannot stand the taste of wine. I don't drink wine. I don't like wine. This stuff is awful. And so I looked at the guys, and they said, did he swallow it? And I said, yeah, he swallowed it. I said, tell him not to. We got 28 He wouldn't things. tell me not to. Yeah, said, oh, he got better. too much of a kick out of watching me swallow. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. So anyway, I said, no, 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 no. Don't tell him not to. So so anyway, they just kept uh, pouring it, and, and we'd swish around, spit it out, hand it to Berman. He'd, t- he'd take it, and he'd make the awful face, and we're like, Berman, be quiet. He'd get louder and louder. Each time he goes, this tastes awful. This tastes... I know, Berman, hush. These people, we got famous people in here. we got movie stars and everything. Be but this tastes awful. Why would anybody drink this junk? This is awful. And he's swallowing it. And they put literally... What about three, four fingers in each glass? You know, you can guess. And he's 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 shooting them. I he's drank sh- three or four bottles uh, of wine. Well, <laughs> we did the math on it, and you did four and a half bottles of wine. Is what we figured. Oh, okay. okay. And that's why you climbed that bicycle. Oh, okay. okay. I always wondered why I climbed the bicycle. But, I never but knew. Here's what happens. <laughs> we look over. We're at about the seventeenth wine. Oh, and Berman. Berman's looking up in the sky like pretty squirrel. Pretty squirrel, pretty squirrel's eyes are glossed over, face is red. He's like, pretty squirrel, pretty squirrel. He's just looking around there, and them boys said, boo-boo, don't let him swallow that. And I said, no, no, we're making a memory. And so anyway, the lady goes, we're going to start the dessert wines. I will come through with this pitcher of soapy water. I will fill your glasses with soapy water, swish it around, Pour the soapy water into the spittoon, and I'll start the last seven wines, which are dessert wines. Berman's staring up at the sky, and they fill up them glasses of soapy water. And I said, and I set my camera up. I got this on video. This is on video. I set it up, and I said, Berman, 
I've got that glass of soapy water. And I said, we're about to do the dessert wines. And Berman goes, what's that mean? I said, well, this is supposed to cleanse your palate. He takes that glass of soapy water, turns it up. And I thought he was going to blow that building up. He coughed, he screamed, he yelled and everything. Threw that thing down there. That's the worst tasting dessert wine I ever had in my life. And I handed him my glass of soapy water. And I said, chase it with this. It's sweeter. Um, <laughs> he I drunk. think that soapy water ruined me to the bathroom. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you drank two glasses of soapy water. <laughs> well, thank you, boo-boo. See how my friends treat me? <laughs> But but you <laughs> but you but you make it so entertaining, Berman. Hey, yeah. just think about Biggins. Biggins had a light heart attack years ago. He's in the ER, and we snuck in at one a.m. and did selfies with him. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, when people's got y'all for friends, who needs oh, enemy? They <laughs> they, they, they shaved his chest where they put them leads on. Yeah. Did they shave it or did y'all shave it? No, no, no. No, they did. Oh, doctor okay. did. Doctor. I was just wondering. So when Biggins. No, when y'all, y'all up, did it and blamed it on the doctor. <laughs> one a.m., Biggins goes, Boo Boo, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm taking selfies. Be quiet. He's like, You know, I had a light heart attack. I said, Yeah, but we won't get pictures made with you. And he's like, Turn the video on. So I turned the video on and he pulled that sheet down where he'd had that chest shaved with them leads. He said, People. Listen to me. They said I had a light heart attack. And he pulls that sheet down. He said, but apparently I only have the mange. <laughs> Lord, that's terrible. <laughs> laughing in the face of adversity. Yeah, that's what yeah. comedy is. That's it. We, you got to laugh at it. If you don't, you'll die. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I was doing a show, and <clears throat> there was this fellow standing there, and he pulled his wallet out, and some cash hit the floor. And I said, friend? Some of your folding money's come unstowed. Yeah, yeah Which, Brother Wright. Oh, Brother yeah. Wright, there's a line from that. And he said, oh, thank you. He said, you know, he said, we was always quoting that movie in Afghanistan. Oh, really? I said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, every time we'd get in a firefight, we'd go, damn, we're in a tight spot. And I said, well, it's good you kept your sense of humor. He said, you have to. You have to. When, yeah. you're, when you're looking death in the face, you got to be comedy. able to laugh. Well, and we can laugh with each other. I, I just... I don't know. I'm a little touchy on it, uh, and I probably shouldn't be, but I, I have an issue with people that want to make fun of us. I'm all for make fun with us. Yeah. Right. I'll laugh yeah. with us, and I can make make fun of myself. Well, and we've had people tell us we're not real hillbillies, and I'm like, well, hell, if we ain't, I'd like to know who is. Hey, tell the boys what happened to that lady from Seattle. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this lady came up to me after a comedy show in Seattle. This was years and years ago about 25 or more years ago. She said, they said you were from Tennessee, but you don't sound ignorant. I said, well, you do. <laughs> I love that. She said, well, you know, people who talk with the Southern accent sound stupid. I said, no, ma'am. People who reference the Southern accent sound stupid because we don't have just one. Virginia's got two, Tidewater and Mountain, and they sound different. Tennessee's got three, east, middle, and west. And I can tell you what part of the state someone's from by the way they talk. If you ever saw Forrest Gump, you know what folks from Alabama sound like. Yeah. Folks from Georgia sound like Foghorn Leghorn. I yeah. said, but I said, uh, my father's from western Kentucky. He moved to Texas to marry my mama. 
And he almost got laughed out of the state of Texas when he told him he clubbed a tree. She oh, said, true. she said, well, that sounds ignorant. And I said, well, ma'am, I have a degree in medieval literature and I know how to speak and read middle English. So I could read the works of Geoffrey Chaucer in the original text. And that's how we used to clumb that tree. In, in, in Middle English, the past tense of climb was clum. And over the last 800 years, my family never forgot that. Yours did. So let's not confuse your ignorance with mine. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, she didn't get it. That's real. I did. Bless her heart. Bless, Bless her it. Heart. Bless it. Uh, yeah. So, well, folks, we sure do appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of the Hillbillies in the Holler podcast. Uh, be sure and uh, come and see me and Boo Boo and Biggins and Sassy and Gator on the Redneck Comedy Bus in um, Pigeon Forge. You can also go to the Nashville RedneckBus.com. Yes, you can also see Nashville and Branson if you're going to Nashville. You ring everybody up as an adult and use the code Nashville to get $10 off. Here in the Smokies, you use the code Smokey. And in the uh, Branson market, you use the word Ozark. Had eight people on a bus today that came here on reference from Branson. They rode the Redneck bus in Branson. And if you go see all three of us, you'll be triple Redneck certified. You will definitely be a Redneck. Won't nobody ever tell you that you ain't. Uh, so go and see that. And uh, if you want Hillbillies in the Holler merchandise, go to uh, hillbilliesintheholler.us. Uh, there's Buford merchandise on meetbuford.com. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler and at Meet Buford. The most important thing, go to our YouTube channel, Hillbillies in the Holler, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell so that you can be apprised when we put out new videos in our new series, Straight Out of Boogertown. Hey, Berman, we've only started this this a few weeks ago. We've already got 3,000 subscribers on YouTube already. And Berman wants us to come to Myrtle Beach and do an episode with him there. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Do that. That'll be a blast. And Berman's the one that shot that balloon down. That's it, yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised what 308 will do. Not, not <laughs> I, I ain't a bit surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <coughs> So please do us that favor. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Watch all the cool straight out of Boogertown videos we've been doing. Go to um, the, um, uh, if you want to send us something rather, uh, if you want to send us a, a gift or if you want to send us uh, some money, blank checks, <laughs> or a product you'd like us to check out and talk about on the show, well, you can go to our uh, physical address, which is in the show notes. And um, if you would, please do us a favor and go to Apple Podcast and give us a review. Those reviews are how other people find the show. Share this with your friends on Facebook. Just hit the share button and, and post it to Facebook and tell them I enjoy listening to these morons, and you probably will too. If you hadn't had fun, my name's Ashley. That's Karen. That's Cheryl. And <laughs> Betty. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thank you so much, y'all. And, oh, by the way, Gator, if you're listening. How you man do? He's still doing fine. In the meantime, I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. I'm Berman. I'm Bull. He's the quiet one. Y'all be good to each other. You've been listening to the Hillbillies and the Holler podcast. Come back next week for a whole lot more fun right here in downtown Boogertown.